Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hey, thank you, Father. Well, thank you, Father, for the ministry of the Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. Oh, we haven't got a lot of time left, but uh, there's a few things I just wanted to share. And I know, oh, thanks so much, Sarah. That's awesome. <laughs> thank you. Ah. I just really believe he's poured out so much already this morning. But there are a couple of things that I just wanted to, to bring. There's actually a whole message I wanted to bring. So I'm just going to trust God that he draws out of me in this the time that we've got left um, what we need to hear, the rest of what we need to hear this morning. Yeah, But, you know, you catch it by the Spirit, don't you? So many things are caught. Yeah. We, we, we catch the heart of God. We catch what he's doing because we are a spirit and our hearts are so sensitive towards him and his leading that uh, so often when you speak, you've already, you already know it, yeah? But uh, I just wanted to encourage around the corporate response about our, our response corporately as a church, as a body, as a tribe. And... Uh, I wanted to have a have a quick look at a, at a response from uh, for a city as a, a corporate um, response in the city of Genesaret, which I've spoken a little bit about in healing school, and I did warn those that come to healing school that I might bring this forth because uh, just as a uh, just to bring some things to remembrance before we receive our ministry on Tuesday through Chris Gore and uh, what he's carrying. And, you know, quite often we think that uh, invitations are just something we do, you know, to fill in a bit of time and excite a few people. But they're not actually, they're by the Spirit of God. There's divine relationships that God has placed in our life, people that God has placed in our life, connections that he has placed in our life. And, uh, and we respect and honour that. You know, we've always, um, we, we always uh, have really valued relationship, yeah, um, as a church, you know, we value relational glory, and uh, I believe God does as well. I think it's very, very important to Him. So, in saying that, I want to go to Mark chapter 6 and uh, just to have a look at a, a corporate response to the Word of God. Yeah, and uh, in, in Mark 6 53. I've only got a, f a very a small amount of time, so I'm going to hit straight into it. It's, it. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Genesaret and anchored there. I love that word, anchored. You know, God's anchored some souls today. Yeah, He's anchored some, some dreams. I mean, actually, I, I feel like he's done some anchoring to the degree that there's some things that God's uh, revealed and reminded us of that we're not going to shift from, that we're going to stand on until. Yeah? Because we know we've been speaking about how heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. You know, there's a rod of iron that God is placing in the backbone of the church right now. Yeah? It's, it's going to cause us to stand upright. And here there were the, the disciples of Jesus, they'd anchored, they'd crossed over and they came to the land of Genesaret and anchored there. They were there for a purpose. Yeah? And, and when they came out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him and ran through that whole surrounding region. Don't you, don't you love that? They ran through. I'm talking about the corporate anointing. You know, the individual encounter that we have with God always has a corporate response when we come together. The surrounding region. And it began to carry about on beds those that were sick to wherever they heard he was. You know, if you look at them, they weren't sick. They couldn't have been sick, but they were carrying others around on beds. 
So the ones that weren't sick were looking for the sick. Yeah? That was a corporate response to an incredible healing meeting. If you want an incredible healing meeting, there better be a corporate response to it. Not an individual's response, but a corporate response. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Anyway, I won't go off there. I'd love to, but yes, yes, yes. Surrounding and begin to carry about on beds those who were sick to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he entered into villages, cities or the country, they had laid in the marketplaces and begged that they might just touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched him were made well. Incredible corporate response to Jesus coming to their city. Now I'm not calling, what I want to look at is the anointing, the opportunity coming to their city. Because I believe that God gives us open doors of opportunity. And you know, he, he wants us to begin to truly recognize when a door of opportunity opens to us. Yeah? So these people are running around, this multitude are running around, finding who they can to bring to this meeting. And as I said, they must have been healthy themselves because they had to carry them in stretches. Right? You've got to be pretty strong to carry people in stretches. Yeah? And it would have been more than one person that carried them. Hallelujah. Because they knew that there was an opportunity for those that needed to hear that message and to touch him. And they were making the most of it. They were being opportunist. Turn around to somebody and say, it's time we became opportunists. Hallelujah. 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 What a healing meeting. Placing, they were placing people in the streets. There were multitudes. Multitudes were healed. There wasn't one specific person here that was identified. But there's something that the Holy Spirit wants to identify in this story to us because he knows that we need to hear it. So not an individual healing was identified, but what he's identifying here was the multitude's response to the anointing coming to town, to the anointing in their midst. Okay? Oh, hallelujah. So there's something to learn. We need to look at a different passage. Let's look at a different passage in Luke uh, 5, verse 1. This happened before this visitation so it was as the multitudes pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and this is <laughs> hallelujah that the, they stood by the lake of Gennesaret right and when they came in it tells us it says that they actually came to press into him to hear the word that he was speaking they, they didn't come to get healed they actually came to hear now, I believe it, it, it's no record of who was healed in this as well. It just comes, it just says that they pressed into him to hear what he had to say. Now, I believe it, many probably did get healed. I believe that people would have got healed because why? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith was imparted into the hearts of people as they heard. But what the Holy Spirit wants to emphasize in this particular scripture is that they pressed in to hear what he had to say. And when he comes again into the city, what did they do? They pressed in to be healed. So they come to hear and be healed. But they heard that word first. They knew that he was coming and their expectation for something to happen must have been right through the roof. Well, some of them actually dug through a roof in another, in another healing story that we read in the Bible. But 
This expectation was there because they'd already heard about him. And the response was incredible. I want to stir us up, you know. I I want us to be stirred up. Sometimes I think we can miss opportunities by looking at an individual meeting and saying, hey, well, you know what, I don't need to be healed. So why would I want to be there? But, you know, it's a little bit like the sow in the sower sows the word. Who wants a harvest ready? Amen? For when opportunity knocks. Yeah? Who wants a harvest that's standing ready? We need to be sowing the seed of the word in our heart. Not only that, sowing seed into the lives of others. Yeah? In every way possible. I mean, if, if you uh, this is probably just a big announcement that I'm going to give right now, but if you're healthy enough to come, then grab somebody else who needs to be here. Amen? If you know healthy people, bring them too. You know why? They need to hear this seed so that they've got a harvest that's standing ready because you can be sure there's going to be a time in your life where you're going to need it. Amen? When I'm hungry, I don't want to have to go out to the supermarket and try and find something. I want to go right to my pantry, open it and get exactly what I want to eat. Amen? Or even it's great when you've got leftovers. Yeah? But, but what we see in this city of Genesaret is that the people were incredibly hungry for the word of God. God wants to stir a hunger in us for his word, that we would hear and be healed and that we have that storehouse full, the storehouse of our heart full whenever needed. Amen? That, that, that resource ready, that word ready, because the enemy wants to take us out. Have you noticed that? Yeah? But when we have the word of God in us in abundance, the harvest stands ready. When the opportunity comes, when symptoms come, yeah? When opportunities come for, for us to be robbed, you know, words come, seeds that come, come into our mind, our heart is full of the word of God because we have a hunger for it. And I believe more than anything, the greatest blessing we can have right now is a hunger for God's word, yeah? That we would hear and be healed. The consequence of hearing the word of God is to be healed because his words are life and health to all our flesh, according to Proverbs 4, 20 through to 24. Amen. As we meditate, we hear that word. So, (laughs) hallelujah. We know that when the word is preached, faith enters our hearts. And I believe that God has some healings ready standing at the ready why because he is the healer and and really I don't think he can do more than we expect him to do let him stir up expectation in your heart for next Tuesday yeah let let him stir up expectation in your heart and as you reach out and invite other people and as you come yourself we can expect God to be here because he inhabits our praises he's in us and he is with us yeah, And we can be full of confident expectation of having an incredible breakthrough in the spirit yeah, and, and in others' lives on Tuesday. So big announcement. Didn't want to go into my message totally. Why? Because I've got a big message here. <laughs> you know, but come hungry. Come hungry. Come every week hungry for the word of God. 
come every week hungry because, you know, when you're hungry, stuff gets drawn out of heaven through giftings. That, 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 that You know, I'm amazed in healing school. Stuff comes out of me that I don't know because the people that come are so hungry. And I learn from my own teaching. I learn from what comes out of me. I'm learning. What I'm saying, you know, it's just when we come hungry, we get, the banquet table is there. You know, what does hungry look like in the natural? It looks like on the trivia night when dessert was announced. Yeah? Hunger looks like, you know what, Um, don't let that plate pass me by. That is good. Hunger is what happens when my family get together. They walk through the door, my grandchildren, and say, what's for dessert before we start? What are we going to have? What are we having for, for dessert? Amen? And, and, and if what they like is at the table, it's gone like that. Amen? Our, our spirit is hungry for the word of God. So come hungry. Guys, come hungry every week. Let's get together and, 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 and oh, heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Is that right? I mean, you can get words out of a donkey if you're hungry enough. You know, bypass the flesh. If you're hungry enough, you can receive what you need just through the vessel. What do you need? You know, you wonder sometimes why people get prophetic words. Now, there's people here that get prophetic words all the time. Yeah? Because they actually come ready to get them. You know, you can, you can have a prophetic... Um, a prophetic... Uh, a service and or go to prophetic meetings you know the prophets coming and you think why on earth do they have to this guy here gets them all the time i mean ben it's, it's he's like a magnet to a prophetic word and you can be sitting over that side and say you know what i'm over this he gets one every time he always get a word whenever prophets in the town he gets a word well you know what the secret is he puts a demand on the prophet he puts a demand on it. He comes ready to get a word. He says, anyone's going to get a word, I'm going to get a word. And you know what? He gets a word. And people get all miffed by the fact that he gets a word every time. But he's making a demand on the gift. Hallelujah. Amen. We, we all have gifts and graces on our life. We need to start demanding to partake of them. What does that look like? I'm hungry for what you carry. You're carrying something I need. And as I said earlier, prophetically, I said, and and this is, yeah, prophetic, I'm going off again. But (sighs) we have the mind of Christ. And not all of us have everything. There's something on your life. There's a grace in your life that, that the person next to you needs. And that's what the corporate anointing is about. When we come together, nothing is lacking. When we honor the gifts and callings on one another's life, nothing is lacking. Amen? Your mere presence carries your anointing. Your mere presence carries your grace. When you come into a corporate anointing, when you come into a a building like this, your worship for God releases something into the atmosphere. Your love for God releases, oh, hallelujah, releases your grace into the atmosphere. Some people are sitting in here saying, I don't think I carry anything. According to the word of the Lord, you do. Amen? So why argue with him? Why don't you turn to someone and say, stop arguing with him. You matter. What you carry matters. Amen. And someone says, well, I don't want the microphone. You won't, probably won't be given the microphone. But God's waiting for your sound. 
He wants your sound. He wants your affection. He wants your attention. He wants your loving care for him and he wants your loving care for others. So, yeah, what am I doing? Promoting Tuesday? Yes, I am, but I'm promoting a kingdom principle. Can we get a hold of this? You know, like here I am, honesty time. We have the most incredible people and ministries come into this church. I remember the first time Georgian and Winnie Banoff, nobody heard of him anywhere else. We loved him and he came and what they brought to this city was incredible. And we have the privilege of calling them friends. Amen. And we knew them before anybody else had heard of him mostly, you know, like really. Because God divinely aligns. And, and you know what the thing is, is when we had wonderful times and we dug incredible wells. But, you know, so often we have ministry and this is mama being mama here right now. You know what? We get more people from the region attend those meetings than we do our church. And that's hard for us because, you know what, something, it matters to me what you receive. I'm just being honest. It's like, well, you know, the place is full of the region and I'm really happy that they're here and I'm blessed that God's been able to use us that way. But I want my kids to have their fill. How many of you want to feed your neighbourhood and leave your kids hungry? How many of you want to feed your neighbourhood and leave your kids hungry? Or, or is it that we've been too so loaded up over the years and so blessed and so absolutely spoilt with who God has brought into this house that we just say, oh, it's okay. Come on, guys. Whoa, didn't think I was going here, did you? No, not in my notes. <laughs> Tim's looking at me. You know, sometimes I think he gets a bit tough with you and I sit there, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. And I get up here and blast out everybody. <laughs> but, you know, really, it's really hard as a mother and a father in the spirit when you think, wow, smorgasbord, I'm so excited. Isn't this awesome? Like, you know, like, wow. And, and the region come, they even come from Sydney. They come from Newcastle. They come from all over the place. Am I doing all right? <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. I just sort of get disappointed. I love you. I love you. I love you. That's why I'm talking to you like this. Whom the Father loves, he corrects. So take it. Cop it. May as well. I'm 68. I'm only 68. I've got a few years here, so I think I might spill it out. Amen? So I just spilled it out. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. So what your job is, the corporate anointing, bring others. Don't decide whether you're going to attend. You don't attend yourself. You are the church. This is you. You are the tribe. This is your tribe, your, your house, your party, you bring your friends. Amen. Glory to God. Does anyone want prayer? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Do you want to edit that? So this is sort of like housekeeping, but <laughs> guess not. There's probably other churches that needed to hear that word right there, right then. Why don't you all stand up? Do you know, the, you know there's another side of the coin to what I just said. And what I'm actually saying is you matter. Yeah. 
you matter. You actually matter. Your presence matters. What you carry matters. Amen? And we love you. And we don't want you to miss out on a drop of what God has for you. And as I said, whoa, you can say, whoa, is this minister that good? He carries an anointing that you can draw on and be blessed by. Amen? Hallelujah. He's not a donkey, but if you come expecting enough, you could receive. Amen? You can draw on that gifting and that calling and be blessed to be a blessing because your individual experience, the individual experience that God gives you, when he gives it to you, he's not only got you in mind, but he's got others in mind. Amen? So, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing. We thank you, Father, that you are activating our hearts, that you are actually calling us into active service. You are calling each one of us into active service, Lord. And, Father, we respond with a mighty... Oh, you missed your cord. We respond with a yes... And an amen. Amen. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Why don't you just celebrate, give a shout to the Lord and thank him for that. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. If you're a guest here for the first time, welcome to a family conversation. Amen. Once you turn and bless someone, please come up. We'd love to pray for you. If you would like healing or us to agree with you, if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please come. Come up. We'd love to pray for you. Thanks, guys.